attention architects, and creative minds. Get ready to supercharge your brand with Build Your Brand, the podcast that's unlocking the secrets of branding success for creatives. Hey there, it's Mark Arlapage, founder of Entree Architect, and I'm inviting you to join my friend, architect marketing expert, Jeff Eccles at Build Your Brand Podcast, where he explores the captivating stories of the world's top brands and transforms their lessons into powerful moves for small firm architects and creatives like you. In season one, Jeff shares the thrilling tale of Southwest Airlines, where he dissects their journey to the summit and distills it into strategies tailor-made for you. It's important to keep in mind that companies like Southwest compete in the real world, just like you, and face real-world challenges, just like you. You might be surprised at how similar those challenges are to the struggles that you grapple with on a day-to-day basis. Don't miss out on your blueprint for success. Subscribe, tune in, and let's build your brand together. You may have noticed that the very best brands in the world are also known for having somewhat unique corporate cultures. That's often the glue that holds everything together when they encounter those rough spots. We don't do it because it inconveniences the passengers to whom we are primarily dedicated, the short haul uh, frequent flyer. Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Build Your Brand today. Remember, no matter the size, the journey's the same. Your brand's journey to the top starts here. All right, Entree Architect community, it's time for context and clarity. The reason that I come to you every day is so that we can find clarity around the things that matter most to you, the architect. And it doesn't matter if you're the employee of a firm, maybe you dream of starting your own firm. Maybe you even said 2021 is my year and you're on the runway to starting your own firm. Maybe you've had a firm for a year or 10 years or 20 years and you're starting to rethink, reimagine what your firm could or should be. All of the topics that we cover, one topic every day, fall under the broad umbrella of the business of architecture, and they are the need-to-know topics for the success of architects just like you. It's May 18th, 2021, and this is episode 77 of the Context and Clarity podcast. If you're new to the podcast, you need to know that my goal, the reason that I record these episodes every day, is to inspire you to start the thought process and to spark conversation, maybe even to stir the pot sometimes. I want you to think about and to explore these topics further, and I want to do something to help you build a better, stronger practice. Yesterday, we kicked off a week of discussion about JEDI. Justice, Equity, Diversity, and Inclusion by asking, what is JEDI? What does it really mean in practice, in real life, maybe for our work, and certainly for our lives? I gave you my starting point, and I appreciate everyone that was willing to share their perspective, popular or not. I'll say it again. I believe listening and understanding the different perspectives is the only way forward. If you missed yesterday's episode, Or if you want to dig deeper into this really important topic, here's what you need to do. First, go back and listen to episode 76. 
Second, go to the Entree Architect Community Facebook group and watch the recording of the live Context and Clarity conversation. Now, even if you're not a Facebook person, I'd encourage you to make the Entree Architect Community Facebook group the one place that you do go on Facebook. In fact, I have an easy link that you might be interested in. I use it to take me straight to the group so that I don't have to see any other part of Facebook. If you're interested, that link is entrearchitect.com slash group. That's it. It's super simple and it takes you right there. So think about using that link and think about joining the group and maybe even think about taking part in these live conversations every weekday afternoon. Now today at 4 p.m. Eastern, we'll build on what we started yesterday. Yesterday, I asked, what does Jedi mean? Of course, I'm not talking about Star Wars. I'm talking about justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion. Today, we'll go from definitions and understanding to applications. So today's question is, how does Jedi come into play when it comes to hiring? I think the natural reaction to that question may take you in a direction that includes race, maybe gender or orientation. But I also want us to consider generational gaps. And I don't say that to diminish any of the other factors I mentioned. As hard as it is for us to understand how someone else's background, and I mean a background that's different than our own. So I think we can really struggle to understand how someone with a different background will face obstacles, sometimes great obstacles, that we'll never face. Hopefully, we get that it's hard for us to understand from our perspective, but it doesn't mean that the struggle isn't real. Where am I going with this? I say all of that because I think it's important to talk about race, gender, and orientation in this context. And even though it may be hard for us to understand, I hope we understand that it's easy to understand that we need to talk about those factors. And I also want to make sure that we talk about this in terms of generations because this is a divide that I see bubbling up over and over. And it's not just more experienced folks that have trouble here. I see lots of people that have been around this profession for a while complaining about younger generations. They'll complain about work ethic. They'll talk about paying your dues. There's plenty of when I was your age type stories. So here's a question that I have about that, because that attitude is a real problem. I speak on employer culture from time to time and every single time, and I mean every single time, someone will ask me what to do because they have trouble with how young people don't want to work and how they're struggling to find the next generation of leaders because none of their employees want to move into leadership. They say it's because they'd rather take time off and travel or spend time with their families. And that's no exaggeration, by the way. Every single time I speak on the topic, it's the same story. So back to my question. Sorry I went off on that rant for a minute. But my question is, if you have these complaints about the young people of today, my question is, are these young people all that different than you and other young people of your day were? My guess is that the honest answer to that question is no. They're not that different, and the generation before you probably complained about you in the same way. Now, before millennials go off and do a celebratory dance since I just scored that goal for you, hang on a minute because I've got something for you too. 
I also see plenty of young people complaining about the older generation and putting them down for their lack of tech savvy or putting them down for not understanding the way things have changed or need to change or being out of touch with what the future of the profession will be like. I'm here to tell you that that's just as bad. Going back to what we talked about yesterday, whether you're the younger generation or the older generation, whether you're a man or a woman, whether you're a person of color or you're white, there's no way to move forward without understanding and empathy for someone that's not like you, period. So I honestly don't know where this conversation will go today. I know we all have built-in and unconscious biases. So how do we get past those things? especially when it comes to hiring in the profession of architecture. There are lots of critical points in play here. Our firms need to reflect our clients. Our firms need to reflect our society. We're traveling full speed ahead into a knowledge and experience gap, so knowledge transfer is an issue. What about remote versus hybrid versus every butt in a chair office culture? Wherever we go with this conversation, I think it's pretty clear that in many, many ways, the firm of 10 years from now will be different from the firm of today. So where does justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion come into the conversation when it comes to hiring in the profession of architecture? Give it some thought and join me this afternoon. Let's see where this context and clarity conversation goes today. If you want more of the Context and Clarity podcast delivered to you every weekday, subscribe wherever you consume podcasts. And if you love content like this, check out Gable Media. It's the multimedia network for people that care about the built environment, and it's the home of Context and Clarity. With Gable's growing family of podcasts and video channels, I know you'll find something there that interests you. You can learn more at gablemedia.com. That's G-A-B-L media.com. And if the topic of today's episode is of particular interest to you, and you'd like to dig deeper into it, then join me over on Facebook today at 4 p.m. Eastern inside the Entree Architect Community Facebook group. If you're interested, the link is entrearchitect.com slash group. That's where every weekday at 4 p.m., I host Context and Clarity Conversations. And we take these topics, the topics that you hear about in this daily podcast episode, and we dig deeper. We have a conversation in real time to try to find more clarity around the things that matter most to you. So thanks for listening. I hope our time together has inspired you to think about your community and your practice and how you can support those around you. I'll be back here again tomorrow. And in the meantime, I hope you'll join me and the Entree Architect community on Facebook today at 4 p.m. Eastern so we can help each other find more clarity around the topics that matter most, no matter what your context is. I've mentioned it to my family, but in terms of telling people like, oh yeah, we're doing this, I'm looking for projects. You got anything? Yeah. I'm, I'm not there yet because it scares the out of me. Dreaming of launching your own architecture firm? Well, we'll buckle up for a wild ride with Emerging, the podcast that shares what it's really like to start an architecture firm. 
where do we begin? We don't even know what type of business to formalize as. Is it an LLC? Is it an LLP? Like how are taxes? I mean, the list is astronomical. Season one featured founders, Jeffrey, Lexi, and Chris, owners of Level Studio Architecture, are your fearless guides on this unfiltered journey from napkin sketches to a thriving studio. One evening, stumbled into one last dive, we sat at the bar and pondered our postgraduate futures. Amidst the conversation, a napkin became the canvas for our aspirations, sketching plans and milestones, sealing our heartfelt commitment and shared dreams. In drawing down dreams on a napkin collectively, that (laughs) then, you know, in your head, you've rooted like, oh, I'm connected to these people, like long term. The process of starting an architecture practice brims with excitement and challenges, demanding meticulous planning, flawless execution, and unyielding resilience. I kind of hate the term because it's so overly used, but I think everybody knows imposter syndrome. And I think it's it's so real to this day. I, I, I don't know if it's with everybody, but with me, I'm always questioning like us, can we do this? Are we ready to do this? Are we prepared? Can we do it? Did we just decide a name? <laughs> we did it guys. Oh One that God. came out of nowhere. Woo! It came out of nowhere. I liked it. I saw it. Ready to turn your aspirations into reality? Follow the link in the show notes to subscribe to Emerging and chart your own path to architectural success.